Hey y'all, it's time for the NCAA tournament once again. FF Sports is doing the tournament challenge giveaway, brought to you by John Brock, running for a District 4 constable in Madison County, Kentucky. Enter our ESPN tournament challenge bracket by using the link in the show notes. The winner will receive a truck gear by Line X Cooler and a $25 gift card from Katrina Fields at Remax Elite Realty. Please enter by the link in the show notes and give yourself the chance to win the giveaway. All right, what's up, everybody? It's Logan at the FF Sports Podcast, sitting here with Jared, Adrian, and Jordan. How are y'all doing today? We're back, baby! <laughs> what the? We are Man, back. I love it. I love it. <laughs> already, already know I got to turn his, his, track, his track. Yeah, after we come out of depression, after two weeks of pain, I needed yeah, that spring break. Let's talk on, about man. football. Man. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about football. That way, we can forget about me and Jared's pain. Because oh. at least, jo- at least Jordan's team went to the Sweet let's Sixteen, go, and Adrian's Peters. team is in the Final Four. So, all right. So, which 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 move do you all want to talk about most? The biggest move. Which move do you all think is the biggest move in NFL free agency? Because well, that's what we're going to talk about the today. Most impactful one, and I think oh, it's yeah, for changing one team from a non-contender, or at least. A potential playoff team, all the way to a full-blown Super Bowl contender. Oh, I know which one he's going to get. Seattle, the Seahawks trades Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. Probably the biggest blockbuster trade we've had in a while, and we had a few of them uh, so far in just the last what month? March is yeah. the madness. That's for sure. Especially yeah, NFL madness. NFL yeah, madness. So- yeah. Yeah, Russell uh, Russell gets traded to the Broncos, and uh, I didn't see that coming. I thought he would just always be a Seahawk, but apparently I thought they would get rid of Pete Carroll before they got rid of Russell, and and so they moved on from him. And I, now I think the Broncos are seriously a contender. I thought they would add a few more pieces. They haven't, but honestly, I don't think they really need to. They just really needed a better uh, person under the helm. I thought it was a good move, but... Uh, and I can say did, this for, for did for it hurt Seahawks. you? I I think we actually got a good return, especially seeing all the other trades go down. I think we got a, a solid return back. You know, two first, two seconds. Drew Lock, throw away, whatever. Um, Shelby yeah. Harris, good player, don't care, throw away. It's really just about the picks. Let's be honest, and um, I, I'm I'm kind of okay with it, especially with Russell Wilson's age and his contract, but. You know, we, we've seen Matt Ryan get dealt for a third-round pick. And we've seen Carson Wentz get dealt. But we'll get to those later. And, I mean, as much as it hurts for the Seahawks to get rid of Russell Wilson, um, I wish we didn't. But as long as the Seahawks can do something with these draft picks and we get a quarterback back, because that's the hardest part, is to find an even a relevant quarterback to even be decent. So... I think as long as the Seahawks can just get, you know, a good quarterback back um, in the draft, I think the Seahawks are going to be okay. I still think they're they're definitely not contenders now, but um, the AFC West is absolutely loaded. Yeah, and do you speaking of you know trying to find a quarterback? Would you be okay with uh, Baker Mayfield even no. just as a substitute, not even no. for a little while? No, no. What about? Waiting until next year to draft a quarterback. Yes. Yeah. I, that that was actually my idea. Um, Tanking and then 
drafting one yeah. next year. Yeah, I think that's probably the best idea because then there's – in my eyes, I think there's four really, really good quarterbacks in next year's draft better than this year. I think there's really only one good quarterback and then like four mediocre quarterbacks. Um, I, I think the one good one is Malik Willis, and he could potentially go at number two to the Lions. Don't know if that's going to happen. I think if Hutchinson uh, does fall, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, um, if that happens, uh, I think the Seahawks probably trade back. But I think the best idea for the Seahawks' future is to tank this year and you know draft one of C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young. I even think Will Levis, probably not first round, but maybe second or third round. Depends how well he does this year. And uh, the guy from Wake Forest, um, I forgot what his name is, but he's got a really strong arm. He's a good player. But I think that's probably the best plan for the Seahawks. Yeah, to your point, I don't think there's a whole lot of quarterbacks that are great this year besides, you know, the first few that are going to go off the board. I don't think there's any not like I don't think there's any home runs like that was a few years ago where you could take a good quarterback up through the third round. I don't think you have that this year. Speaking of Will Levis, I actually heard today that this kid has got even better and bigger and they're they're literally NFL scouts at practices. I didn't I didn't think he was going to get that good, but they say he's going to be great. So he could be a good quarterback and he actually has an arm. They say his arm similar to Aaron Rodgers at the release speed. And the strength, so he could be a good quarterback yeah, next year. But that's just a Kentucky. That's just a Kentucky thing. That we've I was seen, thinking of. I know. Yeah. There, of course, there's going to be a little bit of Kentucky bias, but Will Levis is going to get a lot of hype this year, and a lot of NFL scouts already love him. And I, I don't know if he's going to be first round talent, but if he does even what he did last year without less with less this year, because our wide receiver core this year is much worse. Obviously, we don't have Wondell Robinson, but. If he does even r- remotely close to what he did last year, he's going to be a first-round take. Like One of these teams are going to want a quarterback. And yeah. I think he's probably going to be second or third round personally. But uh, he this year's draft has n- – it's nowhere close to even being, you know, good. So yeah. I think the best plan is next year. All right, let's talk about. Let's have Adrian have his time in the in the sun here. Do you want to talk about the Chargers? I can speak a little bit about it. I mean, um, you know, it was a very exciting time. You know, like the first week of free agency. You know, when they first were able to like start talking to the agents and stuff. Um, <clears throat> I was not expecting Khalil Mack at all. Like, it it was just out of the blue. And like, as soon as I heard that he he was traded to us, and you know. Felt like we just got him like a, for a really good like value of what you know we we got him for you know a second round pick for this year and then a 20, 23 uh, sixth rounder for next year, um you know, <clears throat> you know what is his worth now? I mean like it's just it's, I think it's a good signing for the Chargers especially with um uh, Staley's time in Chicago when he played with uh, when he coached Mac up there. Um you know and and as soon as uh, Staley got to um, L.A. and and he was like. Hey, I, I want to have a player like Khalil Mack, you know, and, you know, last year uh, when he played, you know, he, he was hurt. You know, he played seven uh, games total. But, you know, for the, for his most most of his season, he played almost a full season every year, except for maybe in like in 2018. He had um, 14 games um, opposed to the, the 16. But other than that, I think, you know. Coming off um, an injury season this year, this past season, and I think he will 
he would still be able to play um, at a high level. And especially with Joey Bosa now, <clears throat> I think that that team can be very, very scary um, on all coming off the of edge. And then, you know, we would go in, sign JC Jackson. That's, that's another one. You know, we had that money and they wanted to spend it. And JC Jackson really wanted to play with Derwin James. So I think that defense now has been, you know, very totally revamping and trying to get everybody, you know, on the same page and, and, and this new um, scheme with uh, Brandon Staley. I mean, Staley is supposed to be one of these defensive minded coaches and he's, he's totally doing that now, you know, what, what he saw this past season. And then now going into this season, he wants to make all those moves to kind of like, have all that um you know star power going into the season um and now now beefing up that that um defensive line it's been really really great to see that you know <clears throat> Staley does have that influence on Tom Telesco and getting the, these guys into the to this defense so i really i really like what's going on right now i really hope that everything um can you know play well but you know everything looks good on paper. But at the same time, you know we can't really judge it until we actually see them play in week one. So I'm yeah. excited to see what they do. But until then, you know this is this is something that we have to look forward to, especially with AFC West turning into like a freaking Madden franchise mode right here, and everybody's just stacking up everybody. So I I don't know what to expect, man. I really don't. But it's 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 been great overall. I can tell you one thing: the AFC West, like I said before. There's one thing I can expect. Um, it's going to be madness. I don't know who in the world is going to come out of this division for the playoffs because you got the Chiefs and they made moves. Getting rid of, you know, well, well, we'll get there. But, you know, the Raiders, the Chargers made moves. I think the Chargers actually had the most balanced, um, uh, you know, consistent, the best moves in general, especially to boost up their defense. Offense is already loaded. Um the Broncos are in a good shape. I mean, this division is cracked. Like, this is going to be a really fun division. Monday night football, you might as well call it Monday night AFC West because that's the only thing that's going to be playing on Monday nights. Yeah, the AFC West went from, like, two or three years ago, the division everybody would make fun of. And, like, I just imagine it's that kid at school that we picked on, like, at the end of one school year. The summer happened, and then – it came back like the biggest kid in the whole class and it's the scariest conference now. I'm so, and the Raiders ended up getting one of my favorite players, but that's the, all, the, all those teams loaded. They didn't really lose anything. They only gained to star players. So it, it felt like every time an AFC West team would make a move, another team would make a move to like a chess match. So all four teams are loaded now with extreme amounts of talent. So I'm excited to see the Chargers. I think they're going to be great. I think their defense is going to be great. Uh, the defense has been loaded up. They're ready to go. I, I'm I'm excited to see that whole division play each other. You're right, Jared. It's probably going to be every primetime game is going to be a AFC, AFC matchup, and it deserves to, or deserves to be. The AFC as a whole is loaded now, but the AFC West in itself is a whole stacked division. So I think it's going to be great. Jordan, you have anything to say? I think it's crazy that the only team in that division that probably didn't get better was the chiefs and the chiefs are yeah. still the chiefs. They just don't have Tyreek Hill and they'll probably plug someone else in there and try to have them do what he did. Um, and I swear every move that they've made, like every team in the AFC West has made a 
big move. Every time there's a move, it's something huge. It's Khalil Mack. It's Russell Wilson. It's Devontae Adams. It's Tyree Kill getting it's shipped off. Tyree Kill getting <laughs> shipped off to to Miami to play with Tua. Oh God, um, it's insane, man. That division's going to be crazy. It's hard to say right now. I don't think there's a clear cut favorite on who's going to win. Um, and with there being three wildcard teams now, it's it's crazy, but it's legitimately possible that all four teams get in the playoffs. That's insane. Yeah, yeah it's definitely with a new format. It's definitely possible. It's going to be hard for four, but I could definitely see four. It's, I mean, with the way they beat up on each other, it'd be really hard for that fourth one to sneak for in. Sure. But it, it can definitely happen. Didn't we almost have that happen with the NFC West? We almost had all yeah. four. We got three teams in when it was three, a six-team yeah, format. I think three were in. This year, right? When it was, yeah, the, yeah. we were in this yeah. year, but of course, you know. Well, yeah, that. we don't. <laughs> we don't <laughs> <talk about. laughs> I, I think only three uh, and most are getting in this year too. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but Gosh, no, that that division's gonna be insane. Drew, Drew Lock's right. gonna get his backpack on. He's gonna carry us always to the playoffs. Man's gonna be rapping on the sidelines. Yeah. All right, well, so- um, uh, fantasy wise, like. Who, what, what players are you not taking from any of these teams? Because every single one offensively had players you're taking at least in the first three rounds. Uh, you got Travis Kelsey gets a boost. Uh, of course, Patrick Mahomes. Derek Carr's probably getting a boost. He's going to be later. Devontae Adams to the Raiders, which is absurd, going to his college teammate, and he's from Vegas, so he's going to be at home. Uh, Josh Jacobs is probably going to get a boost because their offense is going to be lethal. Um, the Broncos with Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Russell Wilson, Javante Williams. Like, offensively, these teams for fantasy is absurd. Like, you might as well just pick one and be like, okay, I'm set. And then you go to, like, another, like, team of the Chargers, and you got four offensive players you can take just straight off your hands and be like, all right, set it, forget it. Like, AFC West is, it's not fair. I think, I think what I want to say is I don't think there's a whole lot of players I wouldn't take off these teams, but there's three players I'm hesitant on, or three three sets of players. I'm hesitant on Devontae Adams because I'm afraid Derek Carr is going to overthrow him at least three times a game. And it's hard to overthrow Der- or Devontae Adams, but he's going to. Uh, the I don't know anything about the Chiefs wide receiver situation, so that makes me hesitant on how they're who's going to be the number one guy besides Kelsey. You know he's going to pass to Kelsey at least 12 times a game. But who who steps up for Tyreek? And, I mean, he has players that he probably has in mind. In, or Van Vliet-Scantling might be a good option, but I, I don't know. And I'm not taking Mike Williams. I'm not doing it. Every time I draft that guy, he hurts me. It just it, – I, I don't play him for three weeks, and he gets like 30 – 40, 20, and I play him and he gets six, and I play him for like four straight weeks and he gets six, and then I, I put him back on my bench and he gets 45 again. So, well, okay, it's, go it's ahead. It's a lot like uh, Tyler Lockett. Well, I mean, Tyler yes. Lockett with Russell Wilson. Like, you know, it, when you play him, he's going to get you, you know, six, seven, eight points. But as soon as you bench him, he's going to get you 35, or, you know, even those massive Tyler Lockett games, you get 50. Like, He's just a big headache, and he's so risky. But, you know, Mike Williams is one of those players that came out that you knew he was going to be a superstar. But when you got a superstar on the other side of the ball of uh, Keenan Allen, 
I mean, geez, it, it's crazy. It, it's so good to see that the Chargers actually have a crazy good offense um, to pass the ball with Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Uh, I don't know how much more I can go. Like, they're, they're just – this whole league, this whole division is insane. Right. I just want to say one thing, and I get I get where you're coming from, Logan, because you know we have many players that do that to us in fantasy. You know, you 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 yeah, you have them on your bench, and then they start going off, and then yeah. put them on there, and then they like have like these mid games, like you're just like in like ten, maybe eleven points, whatever. <clears throat> but you know, I want to say this. You know, you know, looking at mock drafts, you're always like, who who are we gonna who are we possibly gonna be able to get? Um, you know, if the Chargers do decide to go on the offensive side. Um, I really feel like they can go for a wide receiver and that can like, you know, completely change the value of how you see Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, um, especially, you know, <clears throat> those two are obviously going to be the most watched every game when they play. But if you have somebody else that can, you know, kind of relieve that off of them, then they're, you know, you can, you can raise their upside just a little bit. Hey. So, I mean, you know, I've, I've always, I've always seen so many mock drafts this, this, um, you know, these past few weeks and we've, I've always seen Everybody's saying Chris Olave, Chris Olave, Chris Olave. I'm like, that'd be nice, but who knows? You know, we don't know until the day of the draft. But still, you know, it would be nice to have you know a more you know diversity in that you know wide receiver room. So let me ask you something, Adrian. Who is the slot receiver for the Chargers right now? You know, it's going I to feel like this I feel like I feel like it could be the either be Jalen Guyton or Josh. Joshua Palmer right now, yeah, you know, yeah. obviously Joshua Palmer is, uh, you know, one of the newer uh, receivers, but Guyton isn't far behind him. So um, it, it's it's a toss up between those two. And then, like, you know, uh, I, you know, I forgot to mention that, you know, we did sign Gerald, Gerald Everett, you know, kind of fill out that tight end room. You know, <laughs> it's it's a lot better for them in that situation. You know, Jared Cook's getting a lot older. He's not going to do you know hold on much hold on what? hold on do what? not ever say gerald ever is a decent <laughs> signing listen trust me i'll no. witness that madness dude oh man i was keeping Everett is touchdown errol jeffrey oh, is not a good sign y'all can say what do you want you know this, is, this is your opinion this is what you want this is what you want to say and say it that's, that's all on you guys you know gerald everett <laughs> is the new modern day eric ebron am Ger i wrong gerald everett's a menace <laughs> to society it's not even, he's a public threat <laughs> all right uh, so i think this whole division is is great we got to talk about the chiefs i think the chiefs did a great thing um they definitely I think letting go Tyreek, you think, okay, they let go Tyreek, that they're definitely down compared. But Tyreek wanted $30 million against your cap hit. You let him go. And what the Chiefs have done is spend money and spend money being a Super Bowl contender. They don't have a lot of money. They've spent a lot of money to keep their core together. What they're doing is they got all these draft picks to fill in the spots that they need now. They didn't. They could. They could take the money that thirty million dollars that they were going to give Tyreek, and put it towards five to six players in the draft. That's exactly what they did. And I think that was a great move by their front office. Now those players might take a year or two to get up to speed in the league, but they they could be. I think I think the Chiefs made a good move that a lot of people aren't recognizing because a lot of people are seeing they they lost Tyreek. 
I mean, but I think it was a good move by them. And they signed MVS, who can help be a speedster. That's a lot of what he did at the Packers, is beating people over the top with speed. So he's not going to fill in and be Tyreek, but he will be at least somebody that that Mahomes can use. And the only player in the entire NFL last year that ran a faster, uh, I don't know, it was by like what Statcast or something. The only person that ran faster than Tyree Kill last year was MBS at like twenty two point four something miles per hour. He's the only one. So they still got speed, but there's a difference between straight line speed and then Tyreek speed. Because Tyreek's got wiggle and he got moves and all this, and I think it's a great move by the Dolphins that I think a lot of people will think that it's kind of a, a great move. I think it's a good move, but the issue is I think Jalen, I think, uh, yeah, Jalen Waddle was already like their top tier dude that, you know, I think he was their Debo Sam. Wow, that was. Woo, that was <laughs> Debo wasn't. Samuel, boy. Debo, <laughs> Debo Samuel. But uh, I think um, what Mike Daniel, their new head coach now is doing is he's trying to get their own Tyree kill. I mean, he's, try, he's trying to use Tyree kill as his own thing. But I think maybe Jalen Waddle wasn't as big as he wanted, but I think he's going to use Tyree kill as that as that Debo Samuel in this offense, and I think he's going to be very good at it. But I think the Chiefs, you know, I think they nailed up getting rid of Tyree kill and then just try to draft one of these, you know, new rookies coming out. Um, what do you all think about this move? I think for sure they did the right thing getting rid of him. There was no way they were ever going to be able to pay him. So yeah. they got rid of him. They got a couple of good pieces. They still have Hardman. Uh, obviously, you know, Kelsey is is Mahomes' go-to. They got Juju. They got, which it's Juju, but still it's a piece. They got MVS. The Chiefs are going to be just fine. That's it, It's not going to hurt the Chiefs. They still have Mahomes. Mahomes is still one of the best QBs in the league. I think they're going to be just fine. The Dolphins, yeah, sorry, the Dolphins, like you said, I think they're going to plug Tyree Kill in and kind of put him in that, like, he's going to do everything role, like you said, kind of like Debo. Um, they're going to throw to him. They're going to throw a lot of short passes to him. They're going to kind of try to get him out in open space and see what he can do. Um, and then Waddle's kind of going to kind of be that more uh, traditional receiver. So I think that's interesting for 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 the Dolphins. I think that that's going to really help them but I don't think it really affects the Chiefs that much. I mean, the Chiefs, man, like, obviously, you know, I've, we're in the same division, and I I really feel like, you know, their, their moves haven't really affected them too much. It felt like it, you know, just because Tyreek Hill is, was an, like, you know, is an impact player. I shouldn't say was. But, you know, I hated playing that guy so much, playing against him, because he, he was just everywhere. That dude's a jackrabbit. He's so fast. So like just having him out of the division now, and then, then now that you see that they have Juju and 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 MVS, it it does it does change the offense a little bit. You know, uh, Kelsey maybe double team just a little bit more, but it doesn't really affect how Patrick Mahomes will play because that man that man can do li- quite literally anything. But I feel like you know, in in the draft they they can still fix up some things um, that they they want to because they have all these picks now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I really feel like, you know, no matter what, you know, their their team is going to be fine without Tyreek. So yeah. I, I really I, feel like. I think it's really, I mean, 
it's impossible to say that no like the AFC West has been the team the the division to be the most active out of anyone else. Like they've made additions, they made trades, they've traded for draft picks, they traded away draft picks for different players. They've been the most active. And this this division has shown that hey, we're going all out for a Super Bowl. And I think the Chiefs it might be crazy to say I still think they might be the fourth best team in this division. That might be a, a hot take, but I mean, if you think about it, the Broncos, look who they acquired. They just need some defensive pieces. Uh, the Raiders, they add Devontae Adams, um, and they still have some good pieces with Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs. They're, they added whatever. They added Chandler Jones and resigned Max yeah. Crosby. So, I mean, they, mm-hmm. they shored up that defensive line too. They, I, I don't see how this conference plays out. I mean, I could see literally a different one through four, however you slice it. I, I, how, how would you all predict how the how the standings are going to go for the division? It's such a toss up. Um, it's honestly, you could tell me at the end of the season any of those teams are one through four, and I'd believe it. Yeah, I think it's if I, dude, it's so hard. Um, I think the Chargers are probably the best all around. Yeah, honestly, they I think they improved. They already had a really good offense and and they made a ton of improvements on defense. So I would say they're number one. I think I think the Raiders are number four. I hate to say it. I know they got Adams. I just I don't know. It's the Raiders. They'll find you got them in the right spot, dog. They'll find a way, man. They'll find a way. (laughs) And then I think I think it's hard between two and three. I think they both make the playoffs, but I would say. Broncos two, Chiefs three. I think they all. I think the top three all get in, and then the Broncos or the. I'm sorry, the Raiders are like eight and nine, nine and eight. Just I because, think that's like exactly you, you how said, I was going to put it, the conference is going to be so like they're going to beat each other up. I think the I think yeah. the Raiders are going to get beat up the most. I mean, the, mm. there's so many additions that these teams that like we didn't even talk about. Oh, I mean, you all brought up the Juju Smith Schuster, you know, addition for the Chiefs. Mm. They added Ronald Jones, which I think actually makes that's him effect for. Uh, Clyde Edwards Blair for the Chiefs. I think he's now going to be their pass catching back. I think he's going to be their guy because they let Jerick McKinnon walk. I think Ronald Jones is probably going to be their ground and pound guy. Uh, Clyde be their third down guy because I don't think they liked what they were getting from him. Um, and I mean, man, I if I had to pick one through four, I I, I agree with Jordan. I think number one is probably got to be the, the Chargers just because they're the ones that made the additions on defense and Chandler I mean uh, uh, that defense was already pretty good especially run defense very good but uh, uh, JC ja- well, Jackson right Adrian yeah yeah JC Jackson good secondary man corner um, he's already proven he's very good uh, the offense was already lethal second I think I would probably put the Broncos and then I think it's honestly it's probably going to be a head to head with the Raiders and the Chiefs, but the Chiefs got worse on defense. They lost some pieces, and I mean at least the Raiders made an addition with Chandler Jones. So I think I'm probably going to go one, two, three, four: the Chargers, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Chiefs. That's not bad. I mean. You're making my heart happy. I'd like to see the Chargers in the first, you know, first place in the division. Um, but you know, 
as as far as as bias goes, I I don't I don't want to say that they are going to be first, and and I just want to speak from what you know the experience that 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 they have been having in this division alone. You know, um, the Broncos they were, you know, kind of like up and down season. They have good defensive players. Um, you know, Patrick's a ten. He's 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 been playing very well. Um, so. You 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 have to kind of think about everybody in that division and how they've done so much. Um, but you know, if if I were to like do the uh, the rate the 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 rankings of that division, it could be a toss up in, in you know first place. You know, it could be the Chiefs up there, and then the Chargers, and then the Broncos and Raiders. And that that's just my honest opinion about how that division can go. Um, and I mean, even even though the Raiders did improve themselves, uh, you know, it's it's still I, I really don't know, because those 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 guys are just something else, man. Yeah, I think we can all agree that no matter how this shapes out one through four, I don't think we could be surprised with any of them being number one or number four. I would be surprised if the Chargers get four. That's about the only thing. Yeah, I don't see them falling. That might be the only one. Yeah. Yeah. But as a complete team, I feel like they're probably the best. I think they're the most complete team. I think there's a flaw for every team. I think what it is for the Raiders is that they don't have a solidified car has showed flashes of greatness or being really good. uh, But he's, I don't think he's that guy. When you compare him to the other three, he's the least uh, talented quarterback. Now I think that the chiefs have a lot of holes in their roster. And then the Broncos have a lot of not, they don't have a lot of veterans. So I think, I think there's a, there's a hole, there's less holes in the Chargers. That's why I'm going to put them not fall into four. I think they finish either second or first, but I'll probably get proven wrong by that. By the end of the year, I'm always bad on these takes, but I, I, I think that they, I think the Chargers likely end up in first, but I don't see them finishing last, especially with the roster and all the, they, they probably could still make some moves. So, but all right, so let's talk about in the way that the Dolphins loaded up on offense, especially from the Tyreek trade. Their offense is is literally insane. I mean, they got they got Jacecki, Chase Edmonds, Mostert, Cedric Wilson, and Waddle. I mean, what else what else do they need on offense? I mean, they have Tua. That's the thing. That's the weakest guy. They have an unproven quarterback. So I they have a great. They look like a Madden drafted roster, except for you ended up with Tua. You forgot to take quarterback till the last, and you're like, "Oh crap, I don't have a quarterback." So you end up with Tua, but you have these amazing weapons besides him. I, I'm, what are your expectations out of the Miami Dolphins? Because I don't know whether I think they're going to win twelve games or win six, and I think it's all dependent upon Tua's performance. Well, I think the the number one addition for the Miami Dolphins is Mike McDaniel. That man is a genius. He came from the 49ers, and look at their offense. They gave the ball to their their three stars. You know, whoever's at running back was successful. So fantasy-wise, whoever their starting running back is, take them. Now, they got, you know, three reasonable running backs that can, you know, handle the work. But the story here is Jasicki gets gets the franchise tag. I guess he's going to be the Kittle. Um, you got Jayla Waddle, who's probably going to be the Brandon Ayuk. Sometimes going to get carries, sometimes 
you know, middle of the field, you know, just kind of balanced. And then Tyreek Hill is going to be the Debo Samuel. He's going to be the one that's going to be trying to get the ball all the time. He's the playmaker. Get the, get him the ball. Let him do his thing. We've seen what he's he's been able been capable of for the Chiefs on punt returns. I mean, he, he he's business. So I, I think this whole team is going to be good. I think the issue is probably on defense. Uh, this isn't necessarily the best draft for defense, but I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled a Dallas Cowboys last year and just took all defenders the entire draft. So I, I think the number one addition to this team isn't Tyreek Hill. It's actually Mike McDaniel because that man is smart. Yeah, Mike McDaniel is a great addition. I wish I could have could have seen Brian Flores with this roster, but I don't think he would have. I don't think he would have got the most out of his offense as Mike McDaniel will, Mike Jones. But I feel like he's gonna do. Who? Mike, Mike, wait, didn't Mike, Mike didn't Jones? Mike McDaniel? Is that, well, is that the one he called that the person yeah, called yeah. Mike Jones? Who? Mike Jones. Yeah. Mike, Mike Jones. I couldn't help it, bro. Every time I see I him, I think of that now. Jones. Yeah. I love Mike McDaniel. Every, I know. Every time I see him, I literally hear the Mike Jones in the back of my head. <laughs> but but I think Mike McDaniel is a great – I almost called him Mike Jones. Mike McDaniel is a great offensive mind. He might be another one of those guys off the McVay-Shanahan tree that really just explodes again. I mean, they, they, they are always great coaches. So – he's going to be great. He's going to get the most out of that offense. It's just whether Tua can live up to it. So, And we, I mean, I know obviously Adrian and, and Jordan both haven't really spoke much about it or at all, really. Well, while, while you know, you stepped away for a second, um, we brought up the Tyreek Hill two Dolphins, but uh, they also brought in Chase Edmonds, who decided to sign with the Dolphins over the Cardinals, which is fine because I don't think Edmonds liked being the, the second man in Arizona in a pass-heavy offense. And Mike McDaniels loves to be a uh, zone read type guy. And Chase Edmonds, that's what he flourishes in. Like, he's going to be a star. Now, will he be the first man? I don't know. But I can tell you one thing. Raheem Mostert will get hurt at some point in the season. And he came from the 49ers. So, he already knows what Mike McDaniels going to be wanting of him. So... Uh, that running back backfield is going to be fun to watch. Um, what do you all got on it? Listen, man, Mike McDaniel, I, I love that, man. He's he's a genius. He really is. That 49ers offense had no business being that good last year. Um, <clears throat> their running backs were insane. Running backs in Miami, pretty good, too. Edmonds, obviously Mostert. I don't know if they're bringing anybody back from last year. The running backs last year were all pretty average, but it wouldn't hurt to have them. Um, Cause like you said, most most will go down at some point. Um, I think it'll be really exciting to see Edmonds in a more prominent role. Obviously. Um, God, what's his name? James Connor in Arizona kind of took over yeah. last year. So Edmonds in a more prominent role, the receivers Waddle Hill, um, not many duos better than that. I think it all comes down to Tua, really. I think it comes down to whether he can make the throws or not. And they signed Tua and Armstead, too. They did. I mean, they, they, they got protection. one of the best linemen yeah, in the NFL. Got some protection up there. I think. Yeah. But my thing is, is, is 49ers offense last year, they were successful with Garoppolo. I, I don't think. I think they can kind of mask Tua and, and be successful even with him. I think it comes down to their defense, honestly. Um, 
We'll see, though. I, I don't think their division. I think the Bills are, are their biggest competition in that division for sure. And then the Patriots are the Patriots are always tough because they got Belichick. They made the playoffs last year. Um, and then the Jets are the Jets. So that division should also be pretty interesting at the top between the Dolphins and Bills. But I think the Dolphins have a pretty good chance. All right. So then let's talk about the Colts. The Colts oh, let Lord. go went super quick. They said they literally said today that they just knew that the writing was in the wall. He wasn't the guy, and they just cut him off. They just said, "No, we're not doing. We're not committed to wins." So they got Matt Ryan, and they all seem to be praising the the ground the MVP, that Matt Ryan man. walks on. MVP Matt Ryan. MVP twenty eight. Now, do you all? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> he might make Michael Pittman pretty good, but. Do you think the Colts have what it takes to win their division? I mean, they're in a weaker division. They just have to go really against the Titans. Well, let me but... ask you this. Does anyone in that division have Jonathan Taylor? Does anybody in that division have Derrick Henry? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. there you, you go. Might have got me there. Well, yeah. I, let me tell you something. Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the league. 100%. And he's only 22 years old. And he's behind the best offensive line in the league. And whenever you got a veteran quarterback, MVP, Super Bowl caliber quarterback, Matt Ryan, um, and a great defense too, very good defense. I think the Colts are the favorite in this division. I think the Colts nailed getting rid of Carson Wentz and bringing in Matt Ryan. Uh, They've already got all the pieces to win. They just needed that quarterback. Carson Wentz was obviously not the piece, uh, which makes complete sense why Washington commanders wanted them because they're just a joke of a – team anyway an organization but i think the colts landed uh one of the better quarterbacks out there that was available and matt ryan wants to be there it's a good change uh yeah i think it's i think it's a good deal yeah i think and they also a lot of people are not recognizing the signing of mo alley cox i mean he was he's been a pretty good tight end he's just been with a pretty bad quarterback so now that they signed him, I think he's going to be pretty good to be a. I think his fantasy value probably jumped up pretty high. Now, if you look at the Falcons, they've pretty much got rid of everybody except Kyle Pitts is probably their best option, and they have no quarter. Oh, well, they have Mariota, but again, might as well say they don't have a quarterback. They they have nobody. Russell Gage goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Falcons have nobody on their offense that's viable for fantasy football. It's kind of like looking at the Jets every year where eventually somebody like last year, Elijah Moore popped out and I'm glad I drafted him, but I drafted him in the late rounds. I, I don't think there's anybody that I really want off the Falcons roster for fantasy football, but the Buccaneers get Russell Gage and that, and Tom Brady coming back to the Buccaneers got them all them signings. Cause all those players were just waiting it out till free agency started. And then Tom Brady comes out the night before free agency and everybody goes to the Buccaneers. So I I think the Colts won by getting Matt Ryan. Now, a lot of people are going to clown them, but the Falcons just haven't had a good roster around him. So it's time to prove whether Matt Ryan is the guy and whether he was just affected by a bad roster or whether or not he had somebody around him that was, or it was just, whether he was affected by a bad roster or whether he was part of a bad roster. And I think that'll be shown this year with the Colts. I'm looking at the Falcons roster. They're so de- oh, no. they're so depleted. Um, yeah, yeah, they have nothing. They got Auden Tate. Yeah, I know they signed him yesterday. My main Auden Tate, yes, sir Auden Tate. Yeah. Um, I think 
Pitts is probably the only f- player that's that's fantasy worthy unless someone, you know, kind of steps up in the season. The running back situation, who knows? Who knows what they're going to do? I think they got Damian Williams now, and they still have Patterson, and they still have Mike Davis. So it's kind of crowded. I don't think the Falcons are really doing much. I think they're they're kind of doing the same thing like the Seahawks might do, just kind of wait for a QB next year. Um, the Colts, best best running back in the league. Uh, it, it's between them and the Titans, obviously. I think I think the Colts are just going to get better next year, and I think the Titans are going to kind of be around the same. So I could see the Colts taking that division. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I, I think the Colts are absolutely the favorite. Um, I don't think it's quite close. I even think the Colts, with the addition of Matt Ryan, are, are now a Super Bowl uh, contender um, because of their defense, because of their veterancy at, uh, behind the center. Um, with Jonathan Taylor, great run game, great offensive line. They have uh, wide receiver weapons that they can use. I'm not sure what their draft quite looks like. I'm not sure how many picks or what, what picks that they have. But, um, any t- I mean, the key is always a quarterback, right? And they've got a veteran they've, – they've got a captain linebacker in Darius Leonard, one of the best in the league. Um, I think, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think their issue is secondary. And I think this is a good draft for them to find some good corners later. Um, once again, I'm not sure what, what draft picks that they have. But secondary is definitely their weakness. And uh, – what wide receivers are going to tear that secondary up in in this in this league? I mean, you got AJ Brown. Um, am I forgetting anyone in their conference? Uh, no, I, no, you're not you really Terry forgetting. McLaurin, is Terry McLaurin in that division, or am I going crazy? No, that's no. The Redskins, Red, 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 or Commanders. 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 Oh, I'm racist. You're going crazy, man. Uh, I'm doing the racism. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, we were still <laughs> we're talk, we're t- talking about the AFC South still, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got nobody from the Texans. You got yeah. AJ Brown. Yeah. Well, I mean, the okay. Titans did get Robert Woods, I believe, right? Oh, what about Robert Woods? Yeah, at least Julio, Julio Jones, and then Robert Woods. They got Robert Woods, so you know, Robert Woods may may be able to do something in that offense as well. I mean, coming off that, yeah. I guess you know. That injury that he had, so oh, yeah. I don't know. That's that's like maybe like the only two receivers that can really make an impact. So two division. weeks out of their conference schedule, you're going to have to worry about the Colts' defense. Otherwise, they're playing Christian Kirk led uh, wide receivers out of Jacksonville, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> no, I can't tell you who the wide receivers are on the Texans. Uh, I, I don't. Nico Collins. Uh, yeah, Nico Collins. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Collins is okay. He's all right. They lost uh, my boy Kiki. It's yeah, kind of sad. No, no, no. I'm not worried about Nico oh, Collins Jack, against man, they got anybody. Marvin Jones. No, I got <laughs> Stop it. Stop <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, yeah. So I think I think Adrian's got a good point that there's no wide receivers that's going to affect you know except the their only competition is the Titans. Like Jordan said earlier, I mean it's it's going to be the Colts versus the Titans. So, and I think most of us at least agree that it's probably going to be the Colts just because they're most balanced overall. But uh, the Titans have been there, done that. So we'll see. Yeah, and Ryan, you have Ryan Taylor yeah, probably Ryan in the Ryan Titans. In there, yeah. yeah, he's Tannehill's not good. I mean, I, he's, oh my God. He's, he's, he was okay. He's fine. fine. 
He's fine, but he's not. He's he, serviceable. You can't come. He's you can't compare. He's, a he's like a car. He's serviceable. Out of all, yeah, the, he's a quarterback. Out of all the quarterbacks, he's definitely one of them. Yeah. So of all the quarterbacks. All right. Now, y'all want to talk about the y'all want to talk about the Saints or anybody out of that division? I think I want to talk about the Saints because they Taysom Hill. They're moving on from Taysom Hill. They say they're moving on for him from quarterback, and they're moving him to tight end. Wow, shocker! Just pay, no one just, saw that talking about him years ago. Does Taysom Hill owe Sean Payton his life savings? Because Taysom Hill pushed he, for this boy to get paid for years. He owes him some sort of commission, dude. Yeah, it's he. Sean Payton pushed for this kid and pushed for this kid until he got a quarterback contract, and then just for this kid, just for Sean Payton to step down, and then this kid. Uh, gets he's just going to be a tight end for the next three years that nobody will likely use unless he does something spectacular. I'm I'm not going to draft him, and then they commit to Jameis for being their quarterback for a few years. So, do you what do you feel off the Saints roster? Is there anybody worth having? I mean, Michael yes, Thomas. Michael Thomas. Have they have they signed Michael? Have they signed Michael Thomas though? Or if they could, have Michael Thomas committed contract. back to the Saints? He's on contract. He's, he's on contract. Years, yeah. But he has has he committed? I don't think he really necessarily liked the Saints. Uh, well, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I don't know any I, news I, about that man. Yeah, I mean, I think we can all agree that Michael Thomas is kind of a a weirdo. He's got his agent. He's got his uh, Antonio Brown moments. But um, yeah. Uh, can I, can I just say this though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of all this madness that that has happened in the free agency period. Did we, did we all just forget that Alvin Kamara is still like in jail right now? Yeah, that's <laughs> what happens when you go to the Pro Bowl, man. You go to jail. <laughs> that's three. That felt like that was three years ago. Yeah, like he's I all think of some beers. I'm gonna have a good time, and I'm gonna throw some hands. I need some action. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like we all just forgot about him. Like you know, yeah. he is a part of that offense, but. What the hell? <laughs> like, man's man's going to be an all-star for the New Orleans Correctional Facilities. <laughs> the longest yard star, Galvin Kamara. <laughs> no, it, it, it is kind of crazy. I did not think of him being in jail, and he's definitely... Oh, he's, he's, he's Even if he's out of jail right now, he's not likely to play a lot of this season coming up. Uh, I think there's no gonna, way. I think, I think he'll be fine. I think he's going to get out. I think he's going to play out. Now, I mean, I, I don't know if he's going to play all, you know, 18 games now because maybe injuries or, or whatever, but I still think he'll be full go. Um, now, I think it's a different situation. Maybe we'll talk about Deshaun Watson in a, in a minute, but I think it's a different situation for Deshaun Watson. But back to Alvin Kamara, um, Alvin Kamara is a good player. I'm not sure what their idea is, either to get him the ball, get Malcolm Thomas the ball. I don't know. But we'll see. I think I think the Saints are a big question mark right now. That's crazy. Bucks are gonna win that division anyway. It yeah. Doesn't even matter at, at the end of the yeah. day. They got Tom yeah. Brady, man. It doesn't even matter. Tom Brady comes yeah. back. They end up getting all the pieces. They're gonna. They're just gonna run through that division. Who's Who's yeah. challenging them? Really, the Panthers no aren't gonna be very good. No. Falcons aren't gonna be very good. Yeah, Falcons are. Falcons are already. Going to, they, they, I think the NFL is going to feel so bad for the Falcons. They might give them two first round picks. <laughs> Dude, even if Brady, 
even if Brady didn't come back, the, the Bucks might have still just easily won that division. Yeah, like, and I, yeah. I think that's how bad it shows. How like it's a it's it's a terrible division right now. It's not it, a good division. They're, they're in shambles. <laughs> they're in. Oh man. Yeah, I was I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about um, that the Panthers were interested in training for trading for Baker Mayfield. So if they trade for Baker Mayfield and kept Sam Darnold, they would have two quarterbacks on their roster making $20 million a year, and it's Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. And would you like to have either one of those leading your team? They're basically going to give you the same win total, and it's not it, you're not going to get anything out of it. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll instead this. of spending one one guy on your roster worth $40 million, so say Aaron Rodgers, you have two, and you have Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold, and you're not, not confident about either of them. I don't think they'll do that because they just signed Andy Andy Dalton today, the Red Rifle. So I I kind of think that's kind of out the window at this point. I don't Wait, know where Baker's going to go. The Saints sign him? Yeah, I thought we were talking about the Panthers. Yeah, I was talking about the Panthers. Oh, the Panthers. Oh well, yeah, I missed yeah, that but, one. I, I don't know. Oh yeah, I did forget the Red Rifle guy. Yeah, yeah, my bad. I can okay. Yeah. Now that you bring up the Panthers, I got okay, you. Fine. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, uh, the Panthers trading for Baker Mayfield. Um, I'm not sure what their offense is going to look like, so I don't really have an answer for you, but uh, the opening's there. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> they got but nobody's going to nobody's gonna take Sam Darnold on the trade, so you're just going to be stuck with Baker Mayfield or whoever you get as a quarterback with Sam Darnold, and you're just going to have one seeing ghost on the field and one – stuck in the stands doing progressive commercials i mean you're you're gonna it's gonna be what it is but but the pack the bucks are gonna run away with that division do you all think tom brady's uh retirement was a pr stunt yes 100 percent 100 percent okay i I why retire retire why retire if you're just gonna come back a month later yeah that's what i was thinking it's not even been two complete months and he's like yeah i'm done like it's I think he yeah, got I, I up with giving his kisses, his his kisses to his man. Stop! <laughs> man announced that crap right r- on Selection Sunday, man. Yeah. Right when they were all, announced all to the teams, man, man tries to get all the. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> the terrible timing. Like, why you? We get he the knew. we get one of the biggest days in college he basketball, knew. and then he goes out and is like, "Oh, surprise! I'm back!" Like, come on, man. He knew what he was like, doing. They planned yeah, that. His PR team planned that. Hundred yeah. percent. All right, so. Who okay? As a Packers fan, we ain't talked about my team Ew. yet. Jordan, stop it. Yes, sir. I can't help it. You're a Lions fan. <laughs> no, it, I know it hurts you. It hurts you more than I don't it hurts know if me, I'm a Lions so. fan anymore, man. Oh, oh, okay, so shark do 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 do. Can we talk <laughs> about how the Lions' biggest free agency move was signing DJ Chark? Oh no. Listen, <laughs> man. <laughs> let's talk about here. We'll get to the Packers. We'll get to the Packers. Hold on a minute, though. So. Who would you okay? The Packers just signed a bunch of defensive players. I mean, yeah, they, the they really solidified. They let go of Darius Smith, he's gonna got some age on him, but they did get some defensive players. We don't have any wide receivers at all. So we have Allen, the lizard, Lazard. That's it. Go. That's all I know. The goat, I mean, yeah, exactly. What the what goat, that? yes, the goat. The goat. Who, would, if you all had to pick, a lot of mock drafts are saying that George Pickens goes to. Woo! Um, oh my God! Let's go. The, a lot of people are saying that he goes to the Packers, but a lot others are saying Alave. If Alave falls that far, do you all? Who would you all like to see Aaron Rodgers for fantasy football purposes? I know Jordan probably wouldn't like either of them to go there. 
Who would you all like to see fall fit. to the Packers for fantasy football purposes? The perfect fit would actually be Christian Watson. Who knows who that is? Anyone know who that is? I was about to say who? Yeah, okay. North Dakota State standout wide receiver, six foot four. He had a ninety-nine uh burst rating from the combine. Uh four three six forty, I believe. He's a stud. He's so good. He's such a good route runner. He's a faster Devontae Adams. A little bit well, he's not quite as big or He's a little bit more raw than Devontae Adams was coming in. Devontae Adams was still very raw coming in from college, from Fresno State. But I think a perfect fit would actually be Christian Watson, just because he's a little bit bigger. But I think another guy would be a, a top wide receiver, and that would be Garrett Wilson. I think Garrett Wilson fits that offense perfectly. Those two players, I think, are the ideal you know, uh, places for them to land. Um, but if neither one of them does, I don't know. I think Alan Lazard's still going to be the number one guy. But don't sleep on Robert Tanya because him coming back for uh, Aaron Rodgers coming back and Robert Tanya already a main guy and Alan Lazard King, like those those two, they're going to be the guys. Like that they don't have anyone else. But uh, I, I I hope that Amari Rodgers, my guy from Clemson, comes out shows out and has a good offseason with um, Aaron Rodgers and will do well and get some playing time. He didn't play a lot last yeah. year. I really like him. It def- it definitely how it definitely we definitely need another wide receiver in the, yeah, in the draft. draft. We definitely need to at least take one. Now, if you wanted to take some a speedster, would you all think that Julio would fit in with this group just as a bigger target? With hands now, Julio had a down year with the Titans, but that was due to injury and being, you know, in a run-heavy offense with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. Do you think Julio could be serviceable? Well, yeah, I mean he's Julio Jones. I, I, I mean, I think what Aaron Rodgers really likes is not. I mean, obviously, all quarterbacks like to have the connection, but um, I'm going to bring Adrian into this. I, I think a good fit for Julio Jones could be the Packers because he's a veteran and Aaron Rodgers will expect an Aaron Rodgers – I mean, Julio will also expect what Aaron Rodgers will want. And Julio is one of the best route runners of all time. Devontae Adams is too. Maybe there's going to be something there. Maybe Aaron Rodgers already talked and you know, chatted with Julio. But Adrian – I mean, Julio's a pretty good fit there, especially with both of them being uh, in Super Bowls, both of them being veterans, both of them being pro bowlers. I think it's a pretty good fit. I actually forgot about Julio. Well, in, in regards to what, 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 uh, in, in, um, you, we're talking about the Packers here, right? Yeah, yeah, with Julio. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I feel like, you know, anywhere that Julio goes to, he can always improve an offense somewhere. Um, again, you know, he played with the Falcons for many years until he, he got out and, and went to the Titans. Um, of course, again, you want to mention that that down year he had with Tannehill. Um, anybody that that can throw the ball to Julio, and if you know if Julio can make um, a big move into that offense, I feel like you know Aaron Rodgers can have can have somebody to throw to besides Tanya. Um, but honestly, it's it's a really it's a toss up of where where Julio can end up. So. 
I, I don't I don't know, man. I, it, it's just one of those things that we, we really don't know um, what what uh, can hold between now and the draft. So, yeah, I mean, you got five great players out there. I think Julio's one. I mean, we also did not talk. Well, let me get to this. You have five great free agents still available. You have Bobby Wagner, Stephon Gilmore, Odell, Matthew, and Julio. Do you think that maybe the Odell would be a great fit? I just don't know if I see the combination of Odell and Rogers working together. That's two big, huge personalities. I'm not sure whether those two. So I'm not sure whether they work together. But Odell would be an awesome idea with Rogers, but I'm not sure whether it would work on paper as well. I mean, I think it'll be work because they're both good players. But I think the issue is Odell and uh, just his knee, just trying to get healthy, you know. And I think yeah. it's the same thing with a Julio Jones, to be honest. But um, I did want to throw out there that before before we kind of end this in this whole quick epi, but uh, Deshaun Watson gets traded to the Cleveland Browns. Um, a big deal. Because as soon as the Browns traded for Deshaun Watson, Baker was like, yeah, I want to be out. I, I want to leave. I don't want to be – I don't want to have to compete for my job. As a wimp as he is, which is a shocker considering that Oklahoma has proven that they have a bunch of wimps that come in and play quarterback. Um, you got Sam Bradford always crying that he was having issues with having to compete. You have a, a guy who just left from Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler, crying that he left. Um, the Browns, I think, made a great move. Number one, before they traded for Deshaun Watson, they traded for Amari Cooper. The Dallas Cowboys was like, yeah, I want to get out of this situation. Let's trade Amari Cooper. We have our own wide receivers. Let's sign um, – uh, oh, I forgot his name. What, what's his name that they, that they re-signed that was already there? Just wait till they notice. Well, I've gone blank because someone has died. <laughs> what? <laughs> but anyway, um, oh, God. Amari Cooper gets lined up with Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. that's, that, that's, all, that's what we all thought was happening. Yeah, we all expected that Deshaun's, Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper would both be playing for the Browns as well as Tyree for the Dolphins as well as Russell Wilson to the Broncos, which was one of the most, you know, choice plays. But Devontae Adams to the Raiders. Anyway, back to Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper. The Browns made a big move. I don't know why they decided to do this, considering that they're a run-heavy team anyway. But it's a good move. I mean, Deshaun Watson says, okay, yeah, cool, we're good. No legal you know, issues going on no more. Uh, Besides civil cases that kind of have to get resolved. I mean, it doesn't mean that he's not guilty, but they can't find enough evidence to charge him federally or criminally. But they can definitely say that something fishy happened, so he'll have to definitely solve the federal case. But that's about it. I mean, that's all that they can really do, but the NFL is still going to suspend him, so they're going to have to go some games with... And they lost Case Keenum because they don't even have a guy that can maybe win you a game. So I don't know who their backup's going to be. You think they're going to suspend him? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, I do think they will suspend him. Okay. Um, I think it'll probably be something like 
six games, four games. But who knows? NFL's weird. Like if you beat That's up the a thing. woman, they're so inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. Like if you beat up a woman, you get mm-hmm. one game. But if you get a DUI for being point zero 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 one over the limit, you get eight games. So or or like Calvin Ridley's situation, you get a whole year off because you yeah, get, for real, see, it's it's so inc- inconsistent, man. Like. Yeah. Who knows? The Pete Rose of the NFL. But that's but the thing. I, I mean, like, like you said, they don't have the, the Browns don't have any backup quarterback. Like, what are they gonna do when when they they're gonna run out Chubb in the backfield and just direct snap? Like I, I, I mean that I might work, who, like honestly, but I don't know what they're gonna do if they don't have Watson. Yeah. Maybe, and maybe they'll so, try to sell Baker and stay in for a few more, you know, maybe like a month or two or how, however long Deshaun Watson gets fine for. I think he's gone, or, man. Yeah, I'm all right. I got. Is, but I got one more team I want to talk about besides them. All right, we did not talk about Von Miller and the Bills. We did not talk about him getting a massive contract to the Ag. Bills for. Si- oh, dang! Hot Big take there. Ag. They, oh, I thought you said gag. I thought you were just like no. over it, bro. I thought, but so the Bills they sign Von Miller. They get Isaiah McKenzie. They actually shored up the roster. They got a uh, Jameson Crowder too. So, do you think that that team is better than they were last year, or do you think that they overspent for Vaughn Miller? Ooh. I just want to say this, man. Is this man? He's running what 32, 33 years old now. Yeah, <laughs> that that that's a long time to have somebody you know at that age now. Um, and I, I got, but he still has a high motor. He, he, he does what he did. I mean, obviously, you saw what he did pull in the Super Bowl. Um, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think that it's a bad signing. I just don't know if they should have signed him for that long. I mean, obviously, it, it doesn't have to be that long, but at the same time, you know, twenty million a year, it's, it's, it's a pretty significant contract for anybody. <clears throat> so, I, I guess, I guess, you know, for them to be competitive now. I think it's still good to have that veteran presence for them, so that way that you know they know where, where to um, be led in that defense um, and sh- be shown what what needs to be done to to win them more games. Um, but I I, th- I think you know it it can be a toss up between how he plays uh, as he ages in, throughout the season. Um, but honestly, I, I think Vaughn still can still contribute to um that bill's defense for sure yeah i mean they they didn't really lose anything on defense they actually could sign a couple more players it means stefan gilmore still out there for them to get so they could definitely end up getting some good wide receivers or not wide receivers, cornerbacks and von miller he is 33 years old he's got a six-year contract that means that leads up to him being 39 years old when this contract expires, do you, I don't think thirty-nine-year-old Von Miller is going to be that great, hmm. but he's definitely. I mean, he's good. He's going to be good. He's probably better than your than your average thirty-year-old. But that's a long time to put somebody under contract. So, all right, Jared, we got one more that we just kind of, kind of, just kind of skipped over the Bengals. Sure up their offensive line with tons of free agent signings. The thing that they struggled with most against the the Rams in the Super Bowl was their offensive line. And well, mostly with the past two years, everybody. So do you think that the Bengals can repeat as Super Bowl contenders after signing all the signings that they've had? Well, yeah. Now they did resign Eli Apple. Okay. 
but that's well, that's just fried apples. We just got that dude. So Adrian's so. laughing because he knows it's fried <laughs> apple pie right now, son. It's already burnt. Like he's just like, man, I, I need some more whipped cream just to make this oh, man. edible. I just, just to make it edible. There, there's, there's one thing. I mean, obviously, it's just a one-year contract that he signed. Mm-hmm. So this is more of a can he prove that he can improve uh, what he couldn't this past season? Uh, no. Um, look, I, it's always, it's always one of those things. Like, oh yeah, I, I can, I could definitely show that I could do better. But I mean, anybody can say anything nowadays. Um, so it, it's like I really wish that you know he, he had signed somewhere else. I don't think I don't think he needs to be in that system anymore because that it, it he's just gonna get burnt, man. I yeah, mean, you know, I, we can all agree that he's terrible. But uh, going back to Logan's original question, yeah, I mean, I think any improvements on the offensive line is good. But if you need offensive linemen, this is the draft for it. I mean, like, there's nothing but there's tackles, there's guards, there's guards you can turn into centers. If you need offensive linemen, this is just this is the draft for it. Like, don't slack, don't don't miss your chance on this great opportunity. Offensive linemen are hard to come by, even even mediocre ones. Usually, they're a work in progress type of you know a project to do. But this is this is the draft for it, and I think the the Bengals still have work to do. Uh, sure, they made some additions, but I mean, yes. They are still Super Bowl contenders. They still got there even without an offensive line, but they still have used. They missed. They they lost, so they still have improvements to do. You cannot. You, you can't take a step backwards. Don't next yeah, year. Don't take a step backwards and lose in the first round. Yeah. Take a step. And I don't think they did with this. No, they definitely got better. Um, yeah. The issue is just that. Think of all the teams that made huge improvements in the AFC, right? Dolphins, mm-hmm. yeah. Bills, yeah. all of the ASC West except for the Chiefs. So, do can they get back? Yeah. Is it going to be way tougher? Yeah, because there's about four or five more teams that they're going to have to compete against this year that got way better. And then there's yeah. so many uh, great quarterbacks in the AFC. Like mm-hmm. the NFC has like how many quarterbacks? Like really, really good quarterbacks. Like what four? Like the, the uh, Bobo quarterbacks are going to be. NFC and then there's the AFC and the AFC's yeah. the voting since mm-hmm. AFC's loaded in quarterbacks, offensive weapons. AFC's loaded in general. This is going to be the 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 next few years, even probably the next five years. It's going to be an AFC championship in it or well, Super Bowl run, uh, like when we talked about on our on our Super Bowl episode. How every other every few you know every five years or so. NFC wins, and then the next five years is the AFC, and then it's the NFC, and it's, it's going back and forth. I think on this run, the AFC West, especially, has proven, and you know, like the Bengals being uh, so young with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Joe Mixon ish, uh, Joe Burrow, you know, all of these AFC teams are pushing for the Super Bowl, and they're probably just going to beat themselves out. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, and we got one more team to talk about. Uh, let's go about the DJ Chark led Lions. Do we have to? Okay. All right. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. All right. What's your projection? Let's take right. off with the most positive thing we possibly can. Okay. There's two things, I think. Number one, the draft. 
Number two, DeAndre Swift. Jordan, please, you have the floor. All right, let's do it. You guys ready? You guys ready for the Lions? Okay. Who do you, who do yeah, you yeah, want, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Who do you want in the draft? Who do I want in the draft? Dude, I don't want a quarterback this year. I think I think yeah. we got to be a part of that of, of this group that goes all in next year. I want Bryce Young, yeah. and I want C.J. Stroud. So let's not take a quarterback. If we want to take Aiden, if we want to take Thibodeau, if we want to take – I don't even care. Like, just take somebody that's going to give us some depth somewhere we i would be cool with aiden or or thibodeau honestly those are probably my favorite too um we also have a pick at the end of the first of the first round if we take a receiver there i'd be pretty happy with that i think i think if we can get another good receiver this year to pair with saint brown um that would be pretty good but we pick up dj chark baby chark the goat um we'll see if he can stay healthy for more than two games um yeah. Wishful thinking. We got DeAndre Swift. Um, he's pretty good. Um <laughs> DeAndre Swift. I, there's not too much else to say about him. We got we got Jared Goff, year two in this system. Um, he's gonna do great things this year. Our defense is coming back. We're making improvements on defense. Dan Campbell got a year under his belt, right? Um, still gonna bite some kneecaps. He's still gonna cry in the press conferences. That's okay. He's passionate. He's ready. He loves this football team. Yeah. Man, we're going yeah, five and twelve this year. That's what I'm calling. <laughs> five and twelve. Big improvements. Five and twelve. We're gonna have a great season. <laughs> oh, Dang, okay. bro. So, five and twelve. Yeah, yeah. That's the best y'all had in five Heck years. Yeah. We got we, I think we play the Panthers, the Giants, and the Jets. We're beating we're beating all those teams. Three facts. So here's where I see from the lines, okay? If you go five and twelve. Five and twelve is too good. We 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 shouldn't be going five and twelve unless yeah, we, like, you need to go. If worse. we want to take a quarterback, we we cannot yeah. go five and twelve. That's exactly I where I was going with it. Especially for Bryce Young. Bryce Young's probably going to be the number one pick. I agree. Um, unless C.J. Stroud goes on goes crazy, and you know, it's those two are probably going to be like the Mariota and uh, Jameis Winston days. Probably going to go one two back to back. Let's hope they're better than those two when they get when they get to the league. Yeah, let's be honest. I think even right now, I think both of those guys are better than. I mean, sure, they were tearing up the you know the college scene, but that was a different game then. Like the mm-hmm. game has changed a little bit. It's more pass heavy rather than you know. I mean, Winston was pocket quarterback, but Mariota was you know run and gun. But I think the ideal situation for the Lions is just solidify your core. Exactly. Know Figure what you're out doing first, and then let's get the quarterback. Kind of like what the Broncos have been doing. I, I think they've done a great job, you know. Once you get that core, once you get that young and the youth and the defense, Broncos need help on defense. But you get what I'm saying. Aiden Hutchinson, you're a Michigan guy too. You're a Michigan fan. You've watched Aiden Hutchinson every one of his games. The guy's mm-hmm. a beast. He's a beast. Yeah. Take if you if Aiden Hutchinson in there, obviously I think you should take him. But then coming back, well, what what pick do they have? Like twenty nine? We had thirty second. Um, we had the Rams oh, pick. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. For uh, I, I want a receiver with that pick. I th- I I think we have. I I'd have to double check, but we have a really early second round pick too because we sucked. So right. I think we might have the second pick of the second round too. Yeah. So we well, that's, that makes three sense. early picks. So man, that just trying to figure out what they could possibly do. I think, um, still once again, I think you can even take offensive line in the second round and go with like a, a bigger piece. Maybe even at wide receiver. I know you don't really like this, but um, okay. even a 
Traylon Burks. Get a bigger guy like what, I don't hate that. Kenny Galladay. Um, I don't you know, hate that a, at all. A, a bigger wide receiver that can just go and get the ball. You even off the ball. You know, th- he'll even throw him a little screen and let him run. You know, he's a big dude. He's like DK Metcalf. But um, yeah. you know, I, I think I think they really just need to solidify with the. With just go with DeAndre Swift. He's a stud. He's a like, stud. He makes you miss. He's fast. He's powerful. He's just got to stay a little bit more healthy. Mm-hmm. And the Lions team is going to be really good. I, in the future. Uh, if in they the future. Can, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're definitely not right now. <laughs> but they, they no, I get their chips together and have a plan and yeah. trust the process. I 100% agree. I think, I think the biggest thing this year is you're still going to suck. Um, yeah. Build your core. Figure out, hey, who's here's here's who I want on this team the next five to ten years. Yep. Figure that out this year. Gain some experience. Your young guys, that's the biggest thing too. Your young guys need to gain a ton of experience. Throw them out there. Play them a ton. Figure out again, who do I want on this team? Build around those guys. Continue to have solid drafts. We have a couple, we've had a couple good drafts in a row. Continue to have solid drafts. Pick up pieces in free agency. You're never gonna get that huge free agency signing, and that's okay. Build through the draft, pick up those pieces in free agency, give it a couple of years, and I think we can be okay. But the next couple are going to be tough. But look, we might get there someday. Do you do you like right. uh, do you like the coach? So it ain't no Mike Jones. He he grew on me last year. We weeks one through nine. No, um, I just thought we weren't getting anywhere, and then we made some improvements the last half of the season, and he kind of grew on me a little bit. Um, I know, I know. It's it's one thing for the players to love you, but the players love him. Um, obviously, it's one thing for that, and then it's another thing to win games. But they started they started getting better at the end of last year, so I think there's some momentum. Again, same thing. It's the same thing with the players for him too. Gain some experience. You're gonna keep getting put in those difficult situations as a coach. You're gonna learn. Um, he's never been a head coach before, so um, the more of those situations he gets put in, um, the more experience he has as a coach. He's gonna get better too. Yeah, I, I think even the Chargers did a lot of this, um, kind of kind of the identity of, okay, let's build our core. They got Keenan Allen. They got Mike Williams. Of course, they still had Phillip Rivers. But even before – I mean, they just did a great job drafting quarterbacks. They had Drew Brees before they had Phillip Rivers, and they drafted him, and they sell him. But um, I'm just trying to get Adrian back into this conversation because he <laughs> looks like he's about to, you know – well, well, I won't go there. But um, – you know, he, he's, he's got a plan, but let's let, – Jordan, is there any teams that you think are going to be worse than the Lions next year? Worse? Yeah. Um, you okay. can say the Seahawks. It's fine. It's no, reasonable. I don't think the Seahawks are going to be worse. I think, I think the Seahawks are going to try to win, and they're going to win like six games. I don't know how, yeah, but that's kind of what I, that's kind of my fear. I don't want us I to think, win. We're gonna tank. Just do it. I think the Jaguars will still be worse. I think it'll I'm be close. The Jets. the Jets. I think the Jets will actually have a better record than the Lions next year. I can't believe I'm oh, saying yeah. this. Yeah, I um, could agree with that. Um, okay. So I think I think the Jags, I think Houston, and I think Atlanta. Those be the three. I don't teams. know Houston. Those be they, the three they, teams they, worse. Even though like they don't have the star power, they do they do have a good QB, man. Davis Davis Mills is uh let's not say good. Let, let's say okay, uh, he he 
he's one of those guys that's not ass. gonna like he's never gonna win you a game that's his <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he won't lose you a game but he's never gonna win you a game but hey he had like how many how many 300 plus yard passing games did he have last year like five I know that sounds crazy, but I think it's true. I think he had – I know he had more than four. But were they getting blown yeah. out in those games and they just started throwing the ball? Well, I mean, probably. Let's be okay. honest, probably. But, I mean, it's not like – I mean, I think a lot of them were actually towards the end of the year. I think Davis Mills is, you know, at least a fantasy guy kind of that you could throw in there like for a bye week. Um Adrian's Adrian's getting excited. What do you got? What do you got, Adrian? I'm Can we, 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 we have forgotten about one man – the Nickelodeon MVP. Oh no, Mitchell Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky? Oh no, <laughs> the MVP. Oh, the, the oh. MVP. oh my gosh. Oh, I can say this about Mitch Trubisky. You know, um, we all play fantasy, right? And me and Jordan, we, we're both in dynasty leagues. Well, in one of the dynasty leagues that I'm in, uh, out of three, uh, I actually picked up Mitch Trubisky last year before the season ended. Yeah, I'm getting some looks. I did it because I was like, oh, you know what? I think he's going to he, – he, his contract is loose. Someone can pick him up, and he's going – and here he is. He's signed to the Steelers, which I think is a very good offense. He's got Najee Harris. Uh, wide receivers are a bit iffy. You got Deontay Johnson. Uh, but on this team, I have Deontay Johnson. I also have Matt Ryan. So I can sell one of those and, you know. But point is – I think the Steelers nailed this pick. I, I really like Trubisky as a player. I do think he's a good player. I think he had a lot of issues in Chicago with Nagy. I don't think Nag- Nagy was terrible. Let's be, Nagy was awful. Um, I, I, I think he's going to be much better in, under Mike Tomlin. And I think Dabble, um, Brian Dabble, uh, I think he did a, a very good job with just improving him. Uh, at least whenever he came into the later games. I, I think it's a good pickup by the Steelers. That, that's a great shout, Adrian. Yeah, that yeah. like I like remembered. I was like, oh wait, Trubisky did go somewhere else. And I was like, yeah, I gotta mention him at least once. So well let's talk about the Steelers defense while we're at it. That's the last thing, you know, I had on my list to talk about. The Steelers got Miles Jack and corners, you may not know him by name, Levi Wallace and yeah. Akella oh, Witherspoon. Great graded players that have not really made a name for themselves yet, but great grades on pro football focus and all the other grades that we have. They have great grades. So they have great, two great corners, miles Jack, and they got a great offensive line with a core for Cole and James Daniel. They got a really good offensive line around Mitchell Trubisky. So they have the defense and the offense to really support, you know, like Jared said, Maybe not any great wide receivers, but that's something maybe you could draft. So I think the Steelers team has a great opportunity to be something better than we thought. Now they're in the Bengals-led division, so they'll have to compete with that. But their defense is great. It's always been great. And they got a great team around Trubisky. So it's really on Trubisky to really lead them forward. I, I, I think the Steelers team could actually be pretty good. I know a lot of people don't like Mitch Trubisky. But I think Trubisky actually does a lot of um, good things that even Ben Roethlisberger used to do in his early days when he was younger, when he was fresher. Um, I don't think he has quite the strongest arm like Ben Roethlisberger did have. And I don't think he quite has the wide receiver core that he started out with. But I do think he actually has the legs. And I think that could do a really, well, a really, really good job with 
just trying to opening up the, the defense so the offense can be opened up with more space uh, to get maybe even a potential um, uh, draft pick of Sky Moore. They like their Central Michigan guys. They like their, uh, you, know, you know, Sky Moore's, you know, he's soaring. He's going through the sky. But uh, I, honestly, I just want to throw in the Sky Moore thing. That's all. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I really like this Mitch Trubisky move. I, I know a lot of people don't like him out. I, I know a lot of people don't think he's very good. But I, I think it's a positive move for the Steelers, and especially with the moves that the rest of the AFC North did. Uh, of course, with Deshaun Watson, uh, the Ravens have Jackson. Ew, gross. What? Um then you got, of course, the Steelers with Mitch Trubisky, and then the Bengals with Joe Burrow. But yeah, I, I think I think this is also going to be another fun division to keep your eye on with yeah. four, well, three good, very good quarterbacks, and then you know, then you got Jackson, Kappa. All right, so <laughs> no, no cap. Uh, so I think that's it. Now, if you all had to pick two teams to meet in the Super Bowl, who y'all, who would you all say right now? And that's it. That's a, that's what I'm gonna finish on. Uh, Adrian, you wanna go first? Uh, do I have to? Fine. Um, I know again, who you're pick. I I want the Chargers to go there because they we have to. We are in win now mode. We have to. We have to get there. Um, if if I had to choose, um, it would be at least the Chargers. I want to. I want to put it. I put it like this. Hot take. Chargers versus the Packers in the Super Bowl. Ooh. Ooh. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, Jordan, you're next. Um, Don't you dare say the Lions because we will clown you for Lions. years. Yeah. Where's one? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go Bills and Rams. Ooh. Okay. All right, Jordan or Jared, you you next. I, I like I like Jordan. Probably, yeah, I, I feel like that's two of the favorites, really. To be honest, uh, I think it's kind of Actually, hard to go against the Rams just because they're they're you know last year's winners. Yeah, but I actually thought Adrian's was the favorites. So after Jordan said that, I was like, "Ooh, that's." I thought his was kind of more surprising than Adrian's, but well, out of the AFC, I agree with Adrian. I think it's going to be the Chargers. I think the Chargers top to bottom. Uh, offensive line, running back, wide receiver, quarterback, defense, D-line, secondary, top to bottom. I think the Chargers are probably the best in the NFL. Um, if there's a young quarterback that you want in the league to build your team around, I think it's hard to go against Justin Herbert. Um, he's a leader. Uh, he's got legs. He's got a strong arm. It's hard to go against him. Uh, NFC, I think I would go with um, – I, it's kind of hard to go against the, the Super Bowl champions with the Rams, uh, but it, how often do you ever see the the previous champions come back? So yeah, I might take a shot in the dark and go with someone like, oh, man. Uh, I can't even think of one right now. Maybe, I don't know. Come back to me, Logan. All right, so what I was going to pick is I'm going to pick the Bengals. I'm going to pick the Bengals out of the AFC. I think they, I think that they were so close to winning it last year if they had offensive line. And we all know that uh, 
Jamar Chase had burnt Jalen Ramsey on that play, the final play. He had smoked him. But guess what came through for the Rams? That defensive line. And they got to Burrow before he could throw the ball. So, Burrow, th- Burrow with time, I think, is dangerous. Burrow without time is even dangerous. But Burrow with time is is elite. I'm going to go with the Bengals. And then... I'd like to say the Packers, but I'm not going to. I'm not. I can't do it. There's, we got a few holes in our roster that we're going to have to address this year. Maybe the year after we can address a lot of those. I'm going to stick with the Buccaneers, even though it hates me. I, I, I Tom Brady-led Buccaneers. Now, he's low-key kind of hinting that he might want to go to Miami. and A lot of people are just giving him some – giving that, that – Flame some gas. He's not leaving. He's not leaving. He's not gonna leave. I don't think he is either. Anyway, I don't think he is either. But then he actually put a TikTok out today of him talking about the speed of the Miami wide receivers. He's not leaving. So I'm like, mm, I, I, I don't. I don't think he is either. But it's one of those things that actually wouldn't surprise me. But I'm gonna say Buccaneers right now with Tom Brady being their quarterback. So I'm gonna say Bengals versus Buccaneers next year. So Jared, who's your NFC team? Okay, so I'm I'm taking a shot in the dark. Um, it's kind. It's really. I mean, as Logan, you know, I think everyone here knows. As much as I talk <laughs> about Aaron Donald, and I think he's the best player in the NFL, he's unstoppable. Like no one can stop him. I think we're gonna have an upset. I'm gonna go with the 49ers. I think they have a lot of good things on defense. I think they're gonna get Trey Lance fixed. Uh, you know, kind of. You know, with his mojo going. I uh, still think they're going to have a good running back core with uh, Elijah Mitchell. Still got Debo Samuel. They ain't trading them. There was rumors out there they were going to trade him. They ain't trading them. Uh, Brandon Ayuk defense. They got, uh, you know, Bosa. I mean, they're loaded. Uh, I'm going to take a little sleeper pick and go with AFC. I'm going with the Chargers. And then NFC, I'm going with the 49ers. Two West Coast teams. All right, so we all got our picks, and this is so very, very West, early. West, I mean, let, let's be honest. Yeah. Even closer to the season, it could change. But uh, and I, I probably say that for all of us. But um, even towards the middle of the season, injuries happen. Uh, this and that happens. All kinds of things happen. So uh, I, I think we'll probably come back to this later. Hey, and the. Wait, okay, who hosts the 2023 Super Bowl? Because 2024 is the Raiders. I'm trying to figure out who 2020... Glendale, Arizona. Okay, I was going to say, if you win the if the Chargers won the Super Bowl in the Raiders stadium, Adrian would be the happiest man that ever walked. Yes, FTR, man. If you don't know what that means, you better look it up. Uh, I, I, can, I can read between the lines. All right. Jared, do you want to do our outro or you want me to do it? Um, oh, God. Long story short, I think you should probably do it. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So, all right, everybody. Thank you guys for joining. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you, Egghead, Jared. Hey. So I appreciate you all joining and being here with us tonight um, for the FS Sports Podcast. I'm Logan. That's Jared. That's Adrian. And that's Big Daddy Jordan. Yes, sir. Hey, <laughs> We'll talk to you all next time. See you. Peace.